This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Five Wives Vodka and Podcasting is Easy. We're going to be telling you more about them throughout this episode. All right, let's welcome everybody out to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. I know there's a few of you. This is your first time listening. I want to welcome you to the podcast. You're probably asking, what am I about to listen to? Well, this is a podcast all about showcasing awesome people right here in Salt Lake City. We're talking to musicians, we're talking to authors, business owners, restaurant owners, maybe even some breweries and distilleries. We're chatting with anyone that might have a cool story to share. So I want to welcome everybody out today to episode 370. My name is Chris and I am sitting across the table from my co-host and beautiful wife, Christina. How are you doing over there? I'm doing fantastic. I'm really excited to share this episode. We got to sit down and talk with Tony Caputo, and he told us his story of how Caputo's Deli got started, and we even got to talk and find out about the story behind Old Coots Giving Bad Advice. It's one of our favorite podcasts. Oh my gosh, I love that podcast. And I this, this was probably one of my favorite conversations. Oh yeah, it was so fun. I had such a good time getting to know Tony. Hey, but we're recording today right in beautiful downtown Salt Lake City, In our podcast studio, which is located in the back of Empire Merchandise. Empire Merchandise is located right downtown at 680 South State Street. And not only does Empire have an amazing selection of vape juice and vape accessories, but this is where you can actually come in and buy your very own I Am Salt Lake podcast t-shirt so you can share with the world your favorite podcast by wearing it on a uh, on a t-shirt i guess right so anyway 680 south state street come on come on in and check out empire merchandise and if you guys haven't come and joined our community on facebook yet we want to personally extend our invitation for you to come join it it's a really great facebook group that we've created we have an amazing community of listeners and we would love you to be a part of it as well you can find the group by searching for i am salt lake community inside of facebook or you can just type in iamsaltlake.com forward slash group and it will forward you right to the Facebook group. Hey, before we get into this conversation with Tony, let's tell you about one of our awesome affiliate partners, HostGator. I'm a big fan of every business needs a website. I've talked to a lot of business owners on this podcast. They feel like, well, all I need to do is be on Facebook. You need your own website. I mean, what if Facebook was to close down, right? What if Twitter was to close down? This is why you need a little bit of your own space on the web and having your own website allows that. If you use promo code SALTLAKE at HostGator.com, this will give you 30% off your first month, or you can actually sign up for like two years and get 50% off. Again, that's using promo code SALTLAKE, all one word, S-A-L-T-L-A-K-E, SALTLAKE, at HostGator.com when you sign up to get your very own website. Do it today, check it out, and uh, you will reap the benefits. All right, let's jump into that conversation that we had with Tony Caputo when he came and sat down with us to share his story. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. On the podcast episodes that you listen to, Tony, I don't know if you heard us ask the question is what what did your childhood smell like? I did hear that question. What did you several times? What did your (laughs) smell like? And I heard this same answer on one of them, like lawn, freshly mowed lawn. Well, that's, I think a lot of people Sign of a hard worker. remember that, yeah. you know, as a child. Well, when you're a kid, you're hanging around outside. If there was a God in heaven, someone else was mowing your lawn, like, you know, <laughs> your, your father, 
or someone, but at, at least you. Uh, and so you were outside and you got to smell that. And, and to me still, you know, we're across from Pioneer Park and I love it on lawn mowing day because you can smell the lawn at Pioneer Park. Now, where did you grow up? Did you grow up? Where's home for you? Salt Lake. Salt Lake yeah. City. I was born in Price, Utah. My dad was a coach there for three years. He was a teacher. So one of the years he was there teaching, I was born. So you've probably seen a lot of change here in Salt Lake City through the years. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but as you're growing up, you don't, you don't, uh, notice, you don't it? notice a lot of stuff. The biggest change I think I remember just offhand is when they first built the first leg of our freeway that we have now, it went from, I think, 6th North to 6th South. What was there before? <laughs> Neighborhood. You know, so wait, no, there was no they bulldozed, there, You know, there were like the city streets we have now, but there was no, you know, they had to mound up the dirt sure. and put the freeway on. And so you've got about 12 blocks of freeway. And we thought we were like in downtown LA. So <laughs> how did, how you did get you, on at six north and drive to six south. How did hey. you get up to like Ogden then? If there was Highway 91. 91. Is it 89 or 91? 89. 80, well, 89. Whatever it is, goes past Lagoon. Okay. State Street. So State, State Street, Street would go went, up there. I think State Street turned into Beck Street, and Beck Street, you drove all the way to Ogden. And you got on State Street if you wanted to go to St. George. Wow. Dang. And would you take State Street all the way down to St. George? All the way down How to St. George. How long would that take? Well, when you were a kid, it took about six weeks because, you know, <laughs> you, you wanted to be somewhere yeah. instead of in the car. That's fascinating. Did you ever move away from Salt Lake City? Or has it no, kind of always no, been I've home? I've always lived here. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. Because I think a lot of people, especially when they start turning like 18, 19, they, they I want to get, get, out, itch, get out, right? out of Utah. Utah is such a horrible place. But then we all come back. See, I never hated Utah. I never disliked living in Salt Lake City. Now, you know, there were times I probably would have, boy, somebody somebody who lives in Eden is going to get really pissed. But if I'd have grown up in Eden or Grantsville, maybe not so I don't much. think we have Eden listeners, so. Yeah, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. What if they're all listening right now? <laughs> no, and so... I was always very comfortable. Salt Lake's a great place. It, it is. Yeah. It is. I, I'm not. Hopefully, I'm not giving the the insinuation. No, that no, it's no, bad. no. I think anyone who grows up anywhere gets the itch to like leave and figure. I mean, I did that in Wisconsin. I was like, I need to leave Wisconsin, yeah. right? I mean, that's just natural human. There's it nothing wrong be. with Salt Lake. Yeah, there see. might be. So who knows? I was the unnatural one. Is what what? Yeah, this you is were. Just, you out. liked it. You were comfortable. There's nothing wrong with that either. No, I'm. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> Good. But Good. You shouldn't. You mentioned you were born in Price. Yeah. Did you spend any time in Price then? Three years. Then well, my dad got a, a teaching job in Salt Lake. So literally but no, my father no was memory. Born. My father, um, my grandparents came from Italy. It was either 1913 or 1918. I can't remember which one now. And my grandfather and grandmother went straight from Italy to Sunnyside, Utah which is a little village up in the mountains out of price. And, you know, they had jobs in the mines. So you could come from Italy and, and walk into a job the next day. And there were the re, they, they would find out about these jobs because some guy from their village got a job and said, come on over. Yeah. So is that like where, where your love of food came from? Was it passed down from your Italian family? Um, I th it was passed down from everywhere. Yeah. I truly believe that culture 
and um, the love of most of the base things in life come from either your mother, from your grandmother's kitchens. Oh, yeah. I'm sure people aren't, some people aren't lucky enough, but to have been able to sit around in their grandmother's kitchen and, and their mother's kitchen. And uh, I think that's, that's where culture is relayed. When did like you start working in the food industry? Was that like kind of always been a thing or? It was always a fallback. Okay. You know, when, when you're, uh, I don't know how times are now, but it's probably somewhat the same. You could always go get a job at, as a dishwasher or as a bus boy. And back, I was lucky enough to grow up when if you needed a car, you could get a car for 50 bucks. So, you know, you could, you could work for a week, two weeks and have enough to buy another car. What did, this is kind of another sidetrack question, but I I find history of Salt Lake so interesting, right? And you've, you've been here for a few minutes. So what was rent like in, in Salt Lake, like an apartment? First month, uh, first apartment I rented. I think a guy and I, it was 60 bucks a month. Wow. We shared. Just because so I bring was that 30 up, bucks. it's starting to get so crazy. Down oh, no, you I don't even, that's not like electricity for a tiny apartment is more no. than that. Yeah. They're going like 14, 1500 oh, no, bucks exactly. a month now, yeah. like right downtown. When my wife and I bought our first house, this was in 1972, I'm going to say, right across from Liberty Park, three doors up from the Park Cafe. Bought it from some Italian people, and uh, our payment was a hundred dollars a month. And my <laughs> wife and I—I I swear to God—we would say, "How are we ever going to pay this? Really? <laughs> How are we going to pay a hundred? You know? When, I mean, yeah. we can do it well, today." When you're first but, married, too, it's like everything's a oh, lot of money, right? Exactly. You're just exactly. like how yeah. you can't even fathom being able to pay for things for the rest of your life. No, exactly. At that point, but a hundred bucks was. That was a big investment. Now I don't know how people can even. I wouldn't even want to have to pay what people pay for rents now. Dude, it's Thank nuts. God well, you have, have rent, to. and then back then you didn't have to cell phone bills. You didn't have all the cable bill. Like we we have so much more debt that we put on yeah. to ourselves these days that it's just like I don't know how anybody gets ahead really. But I mean, I'm sure you had your similarities. Just a different battle. But back to Caputo's. That's yeah. what, let's let's go back to Caputo's here. Okay. So. You really don't do a whole lot with Caputo's anymore, do you? I'm retired. You retire. I go down, well, I go down seven days a week Just to hang in out. the summertime. Yeah. Well, I clean the parking lot. I, I clean really? the bathrooms. I change light bulbs and I water the plants. No kidding. Do you enjoy it summer. or is it like, do you do it because you enjoy it? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have to do that. Nobody yeah. enjoys cleaning a toilet. Well, that's but true. There are some things that, as good as the people you have, they don't notice things, you know. When mm-hmm. the when I walk, when I walk into a place, be it mine or someone else's, you notice what the sidewalk looks like. You notice what the you know, and mm-hmm. and to me that's very important. And I'm not doing anything, so I can go down and sweep my parking lot. So who's running it? Your son's my running. My son runs it. Awesome. Yeah. And dude. and his wife. His wife. Yeah. Well, they're doing a great job. Oh, still, so they're doing a. If they weren't doing a good job, I'd be probably trying to do more than change light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's go back a little bit, though, to the beginning of Caputo's. Mm. I like to kind of, uh, uh, just to kind of, a little bit of a picture. When, because you've been in that spot for, down by Pioneer Park for- 20 when, years. 20 years. Yeah. How yeah. was it for you? Because that area still gets a lot of flack. It's a great area, though. 
It is. Yeah. I used to live right behind. You know those LaFrance apartments? Yeah. I used to live right there. Right I loved the it. Street. It was yeah. great. It was great. So right by you. From, you uh, rented from the Greeks. From the Greeks. <laughs> yeah. 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 Great. My wife's know. Greek. She appreciates that. Yeah. yeah. Well, they run a great Greek festival there, too. Yeah, they do. Oh, man, they do. Um, what made you want to even open up a storefront type uh, deal here in Salt Lake? Oh. The food, you know, as I mentioned earlier, when starting out as a kid, you could always get a job in a, in a restaurant. or, And so I was involved in that and went to college and always thought I had to, you know, I, you got to be a doctor, you got to be a lawyer, you got to do this and this and this. And after I had owned part of a restaurant and just by default, I got into the restaurant business and it was it was profitable and it was nice. And my wife and I got married. And, um, but as soon as, as we had children, then, you know, the restaurant business in most restaurants is, you know, you go to work at 10 in the morning and you come home at one in the morning. So it's not conducive to having children. And at that point, I, I sold the restaurant and did some consulting work, blah, blah, blah. And a friend of mine named Sam Granado, who had Granados at the time, they were wholesale and a little tiny bit of retail, said, why don't you come down and help us out for a while? Because we got this old Italian guy who needs a day off. So I'd go down and work on his day off, and, I, and it kind of expanded. And I realized that I really had fun. Making food and, I was, and yeah, putting yeah, food together. You know, and and being, being a deli guy was, um, you know, I looked down on that. And so I wasn't really satisfied until I realized, my God, you're happy. What else is there? And so I worked, I ran Granado's retail stuff for a few years. And, uh, now is that the one on 300 West yeah, there? That's right, where it was. Right. There was one there. There's one in holiday. And then I got fired. And so <laughs> what'd you do? Well, Maybe he doesn't want to share. Oh, sorry. No, no, it doesn't really matter what I did. But And Sam Granato and I, Sam's father, Frank, is my son Matthew's godfather. Sam and I were very good friends in high school. Whatever he did, whatever I did to get fired, it's okay. Because the guy that owns the business can fire you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Totally. uh, that's, That's not an issue. But I was 50 years old when that happened. And so what am I going to do? You know, decide to go to law school? Not so much. I called a guy who I had helped get into the food business and said, uh, his name's Chris Hayes. I said, Chris, do you want to get in the deli business? He said, well, I'll go in half on whatever you want to do. And so the day I got fired from Granados in the morning, by the afternoon, I was out looking for locations. And it took us a long time to find what we wanted. And what we wanted was that corner. But why? Why that corner? It's a beautiful 20 area. years, 20, but now it is. I don't, how was it 20, 20 years? 20 years ago, it was, it, actually, a, two years ago, it was worse than it was 20 years ago. But it's, but it is an urban, it's a, pl- I like to tell people, you know, you can walk, my, my market and deli is a place you walk in and somebody's going to yell at you, plain and simple. You're, you know, you're not walking into a strip mall in Sandy or a strip mall in Draper or Sugar House. You're coming down here and you're going to have to step over a guy laying down drunk in the street 
Yeah, and, it's and an everybody needs that once in a while. It's not you know? yes, that bad. No, no well, <laughs> it can be. Know, I don't know. Yeah, it is that. It has been that bad, and it's not every day. But you know, it's it's real life, and it's more like a a big city atmosphere without having to live in a big city. I like that attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, there's something about that atmosphere that I think is good for you. It like it makes you realize that there's all kinds of people yeah. living yeah. In the, on this yeah. earth and they all have different obstacles and trials and things that rock bottom and Absolutely. that's their rock bottom, right? I guess. Yeah. But, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, there's only, there's a very short step down from that. <laughs> it's usually being dead. <laughs> Let's actually take a quick break here to play a message here from our sponsors. We, I know we've just skimmed the surface on Caputo's, so we'll chat more about that when we get right back. Okay. It's that time of the podcast where we take just a couple of minutes of your time and tell you about our awesome sponsors. Now, remember, when you support our sponsors, you're supporting the podcast, so support a sponsor, keep our lights on. Hey, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by the very local, the very delicious, and the very tasty Five Wives Vodka. The next time you head on over to the state liquor store, pick up a bottle, pick up an extra bottle for your neighbor, or the next time you head on over to your local bar, ask for Five Wise Vodka by name. Because if you didn't know by now, every time you take a shot of Five Wives Vodka, you are supporting this podcast. There are three different flavors. Christina and I are going to tell you about them here. They have the original. This is the one made from Utah Mountain Spring Water. It's 100% distilled corn spirit. And it's gluten-free. It's interesting because the spring is hidden in beautiful Ogden Canyon, which makes it inaccessible by vehicle. So they're hiking this water out five gallons at a time. And if you like a little more flavor in your vodka, they also make Sinful. Five Wives Sinful is a flavored vodka with a delicious cinnamon taste. And it's not like other cinnamon products that give you that cinnamon candy taste. Sinful is like a morning cinnamon roll, and it only has 76 calories per ounce. There's also the Five Wives Heavenly. This is another one of their flavored vodka, but this one has that delicious vanilla taste. Heavenly's rich, buttery vanilla flavor, it comes through without coating your taste buds with sugar, and this results in more vanilla and less calories. Head on over to their website, fivewivesvodka.com. This is where you can find out more about them, find out their history. I think there might even be some recipes there. But like I said in the beginning, just head on over to the state liquor store, grab a couple bottles. You never know when you might need one. It's always great to bring one to a friend's house when you're visiting, right? Exactly. Or just head on over to your local bar and ask for Five Wives Vodka by name. And many thanks to Five Wives Vodka for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. And cheers, right guys? All right, this episode is also sponsored by Podcasting Is Easy, which you can find at podcastingiseasy.com. I know there's a lot of listeners, you are looking to possibly launch a podcast. Maybe you already do a podcast and you're like, I don't have time to edit my podcast. I don't have time to market my podcast. That's where we come in at Podcasting is Easy. This is actually Christina and I's company. I handle all the podcast editing. I handle the podcast marketing. I will also coach you on how to start a podcast. And I'm kind of the nerd behind the computer for you guys. So if you need artwork or a podcast website, that's what I'm here for. There's so many different aspects to podcasting that we really are able to cover all the bases to help you out. Head on over to podcastingiseasy.com. We actually have a really cool resources link. It's going to give you some great information on equipment you might need to buy to start a podcast, maybe even where to host your podcast. It's right there or better yet. 
you can schedule a free 15-minute phone call with us where we will figure out if we can help you get this podcast launched or we'll figure out if maybe I can help you edit your podcast, whatever it takes, right, to get this podcast going and launched and out for the public ears to consume. So with that being said, many thanks to Podcasting is Easy for sponsoring this podcast. Let's get back into that conversation with Tony Caputo. Thank you so much for listening. Here we go. Okay, this is going to be a really basic question, Tony. Yeah. And obviously, you've retired from Caputo's and all of that. But obviously, we're talking about Caputo's, a restaurant and stuff. For people, we get a lot of listeners that I've noticed that are moving to Salt Lake, right? Or they're visiting Salt Lake City even. So they might have never even been to Caputo's. You guys have chocolate, cheese. What, what's, what do they sell there at Caputo's? Southern Mediterranean foods. Okay. Importers and retailers and distributors. And you make sandwiches? We make and- sandwiches. Here's, what, here's the sandwich business. You know, people, a lot of people know us for the sandwich business. But we got into, we always wanted to be into the Italian, I'm going to say Southern Mediterranean, not just Italian, food product business. And 20 years ago, there was a little market for that. So you actually, you had to make some money somewhere and you could always sell sandwiches. So sandwiches is what enabled us to get into the business that we're really in. And that is selling Southern Mediterranean food products. Okay. Okay. Just because of our love for number one, Southern Mediterranean. My, my wife is Greek, uh, Italian, Greek, French, Spanish mainly. And that comprises of salamis, olive oils, cheeses. Um, the good stuff. Really. The good stuff. No, yeah. and, and, and it was perfect for sandwiches because, okay, you've got the best stuff. And, and this really sounds self-serving, but you've got the best stuff available in the entire world sitting in your cooler. And you can make a sandwich out of it. What's, what's your favorite sandwich that you guys have down there? Probably the Caputo. The Caputo. And it's got prosciutto, mortadella, and cheese, and Genoa salami. But it's got olive oil and vinegar. That's the key. If you've got olive oil and vinegar on anything. So that enabled us to grow. The sandwiches enabled us to grow the business, the beautiful business. And it is, it's truly a beautiful business. Was it hard for you to retire from it? No. No. Not at all. Really? Yeah. Because no. I know a lot of people have problems and hard times with retiring. I didn't know if it was hard for you to. Well, I can go there every day. Sure. I can go down there and. You can and, enjoy the good parts of it yeah, without having yeah. to do the work. I go down and bullshit with people. Yeah. And, you know, I can, you know, I can go in any, uh, my key still fits the door. That's, that's the <laughs> One of these times part. you're going to show up though and, and the locks have been changed. Yeah, so. but it's my building. So <laughs> I, I can't do that without, without that. And my son, the. You know, being in business is, you get to a point where I think, I did, most people maybe don't, but that you've kind of, you've accomplished some things and you've kind of lost your drive. Well, young guys, they have the drive. And my my son and his wife are just maniacs. They're totally driven. We'll have to get, we'll have to get Matt on the podcast. Matt and, is, yeah. man. Matt knows as much about Mediterranean food as any person that I've ever met and more about chocolate than most people in the world. Matt, Matt's, we have a wholesale company called A Priori, and 
a priori is the largest distributor of craft chocolate bars in the world. And this is your wow. business. This is Matthew's business. Or Matthew's See, business. When when Matthew came in, I have two partners in, in Caputo's and in our real estate. And uh, when Matthew came in to run our business, because somebody's got to run it because I'm not anymore, I, t- I told the guy, you know, the, the partners, we all agreed that Matt can do whatever he wants out of our facility as long as he runs our business, as long as we get our paycheck. Nice. And, then he uh, can build his own stuff. So he's building too. his own. Now, he owns wow. a portion of the equity. We have four stores. He owns a portion of the equity in the other three. Where are the other three? There's One's in Holiday, one's on 15th and 15th, and we have a little tiny gold mine of a can- sandwich shop at the University of Utah in the Humanities Building. And a gold mine, I say that, be, you know, it's it's about the size of this room. And, you know, it makes a little bit of money. Sure. Which in the sandwich business. You get a lot business, of hungry students, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That actually leads me to a question. Uh, we, we, we have a Facebook group and we mentioned we'd be chatting with you. And somebody asked if you would ever consider opening one in Park City. No. No. I will. And we wouldn't have ever considered opening one in any of the places we've got. But somebody made us an incredible deal on um, so somebody came along, someone man. came to us and said, look, will you do this for us? And, uh, or we have this space available. We'll give you this, the rent for this amount of money. And it was, uh, it was attractive enough that we would do it. So it's more of a, you wouldn't seek it out, but if the opportunity came to you, maybe we might. Okay. Okay. Park City's a tough nut because it's yeah. so expensive up there. And, yeah. you know, there's not a lot of profit margin in this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could imagine. Um, when our our store up on 15th and 15th, I don't know if you're familiar I've with the I've never been to that location. Okay, well, but up you know the King's area. Up by King's English, isn't yeah, King's English? right across from the okay. King's English. We were, there's a little tiny Mazza across the street. And my wife and I were having lunch at Mazza one day, and I noticed a guy go put a sign in a window that was right across the street for rent. I got up from the lunch table and I walked over and I said to the guy, I'll take this. He said, well, (laughs) you know, you don't know what I want. I said, I don't care what you want. I said, I want this space because there's only one 15, you know, there's only one neighborhood like that in Salt Lake and that's it. And he said, well, I'm showing it to somebody else. I said, you don't have to. (laughs) I said, I just told you I'd rent it from you. And it was a total knockdown. And so I knew the rent would be cheap and, uh, you know, and we had to put a lot of money into it, but you just wanted that. That's location. what happened. I wanted that space. It was too little. It's perfect. It's all about location, really. Oh no, it's 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 lovely. Mm-hmm. It really is. Let's jump into. I want to jump into Old Coots Radio here. Actually, I, we might jump back to food here, obviously too. But I want to get unless it was there's Old Coots giving bad advice. Yeah, gmail dot com. You mean <laughs> this is okay? And this and I, I I've told Dylan this. Yeah. This is slowly, well, I wouldn't even say slowly, but becoming one of my favorite <laughs> podcasts, my go-to podcast. Like, especially when we're doing something, like when we're going on a date yeah, we, we or a long drive, we'll sit in the car and we'll listen to old coots and then we'll have to like pause it so we can talk about what you guys are talking about and then we'll play it again. It, it's kind of become part of our relationship. Yeah. It's, it's you, a pretty good show. It's kind of a strange uh, uh, thing like that. I don't know why. It's just... I think it's because it's good. It's, it's good. Just, it's it's real. You know what I like about it? Okay, you add the humor and the honesty. You just tell it how it is. At least that's what I get yeah. from it. We tell it how we see it. Now, whether or not that's how it is, 
The reason I want to jump in, and actually that leads me to another thing. When I mentioned in our Facebook group, so we have some avid listeners of I Am Salt Lake from New Zealand, and they wanted to make sure I told you that to let you know that they listen in New Zealand to the Old Coots podcast. Ah. So you have some listeners in New Zealand. And uh, someone in Perth, Australia. We got, I did a, uh, I don't know how they got a hold of Dylan, but they got a hold of Dylan. And uh, so I did a radio interview from on Perth, Australia. Oh, nice! Yeah. Wait. Oh, so they wait. They contacted you. They to called me up. I was out at you. dinner, and they called me up, and I had to walk outside so I could you, do the you, interview. Did you know they it were was gonna... live? Oh, yeah, I knew they oh, were. Call. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. So you're getting some recognition from this. Now, how did this happen? I know how this happened, but let's let's kind of for the listeners right of the yeah. show because maybe they're coming here and they're like, "I love Tony Caputo. I gotta hear how mm-hmm. this whole coot started." Because you guys started at the farmers market. Well, the old, yeah, well, the, the old coots started at Caputo's Market. We call it the News Roundup. And we'd get together on Saturday mornings, a bunch of old guys, and, and lie to each other and just bullshit <laughs> and have coffee. And uh, we've done that for years. And uh, the first of this year's Farmer's Market, the, it's a, the second week in June when it starts, you know, I looked across the street and I thought, you know, God, we're talking to these guys and we hear the same crap every week. I said, well, you guys, why don't we, and I was kind of joking, why don't, I'm going to, we'll go across the street, we'll set up a little table and we'll give advice. And uh, they said, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. So I called, they didn't think I was going to do anything. I called Allison who runs the farmer's market downtown and I said, Allison, will you give me a booth? I said, we'll go into a, because we've been in the farmer's market for like Caputo's for 20 years now. And, you know, we'll take a crummy space that nobody else can use, but we won't pay for it. And so, and so. You flat out said you wouldn't pay for it. No, yeah. I mean, we're not making any money. (laughs) There's no reason to pay for it. You're Um, adding value to the farmer's market. Well, we can do it for free in my store. Right. Yep. Yep. She said, sure. And so we went and we took this space that nobody could really put a booth in because there's a tree right in the middle of it, which provides us old guys with shade, number one. But uh, set up a table, put up a banner, and uh, God, it just— It It took off. It was so weird. And we really, truly didn't think that it would be anything but, but crackpots coming to talk to us like like hobos bums stuff like hobos, that hobos bums uh have you gotten some of those though oh yeah 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 how and do you how do you deal with that some of them are easy to deal with some not so much yeah. but we don't get a lot of that but more more you know you guys say you're doing this out out in the public somewhere oh well, yeah we get okay. weirdos that come to our that's it the time. Oh, yeah. They want, yeah. now all of a sudden they want to be on yeah, they they want to cheer at your show. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we were. I was really worried about, and so we don't get much of that. But what surprised us was uh, our banner says, "Old Cooch giving advice." It's probably bad advice, but it's free. So that's a disclaimer that we're just crackpots. <laughs> and it turned out that people come to us with some really serious issues, and. You know, a lot that are are way unserious. But uh, 
And this, so this last summer was the first summer. First you summer, did it. yeah. And that's when I remember because we've had a couple of booths at Farmers Market, and I went for a walk and saw your booth. Yeah, and I was just like, "That's the best thing I've ever seen in my life." So I, I think, took a picture. Yeah, it's on your put Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah, but I was way too nervous to actually approach you guys and ask you for advice. I was like, "I really want to talk to him, but." You know, you know, we can tell when people want to ask us a question and they'll be out there and they'll be kind of going like this. Why would you be nervous? They just kind of stand. I don't know. Cause it's just like, they're going to think I'm dumb. You know, I mean, I'm oh, sure. We're going to think anybody's dumb. Well, exactly. I mean, that's See? the old coots. You know, <laughs> I want to be on the other side. I want to be the one judging people. not being judged. <laughs> No, we don't judge people. I mean, we truly don't. Uh, yeah, I know. Because, you know, we're just, we're there having fun. Yeah. yeah. And. And That's the most important part. That is the most important for, part. for me, it is. You know, and, and we have one woman in the group, and God bless Carol. She's a, she used to be a reporter for the Tribune and a spokesperson for the Department of Human Services. But she gets really serious. And finally, I had to tell her once, I said, Carol, we're not therapists. You know, <laughs> we're just a bunch of crackpots. And, you know, but she's, she's, but that's the thing. We have such a great mix of people. Mm-hmm. And I swear, I mean, well, you, you know, Chris Van Oker. Yeah. Chris is, is, I'm in awe of Chris Van Oker. And, and I know he won't listen to this. So it's okay because he's so, he's well versed in so many things and he's such a nice guy. Well, it's like he says, he's an old coot in training. Yeah, yeah, he's an old coot. He doesn't know. I mean, <laughs> he might only be 50 or something, but, but you know, in he's spirit. older than the rest of us. But I mean, yeah, you, got, you have a great group of people. Oh, man. I mean, so yeah. you got Chris Van Oker. Who got else? Chris Van Oker. Who? We've got Lou Borgenicht, who is a retired pediatrician. And Lou does a little gig, uh, you know, I think they do it every other month now, but uh, called Old Jews Telling Jokes. Up at Feldman's Deli. No way. Oh, yeah. We have to go see that. Yeah. Well, you better make reservations early because they, they book it in. No Wait, so, what, so tell us more about this. So the old old, old Jews. Jews telling jokes. And there's actually a website of old Jews telling jokes. And it's really interesting. There's these 80 and 90-year-old old Jewish people. And these women tell the filthiest jokes you've ever heard in your life of <laughs> the old guys. But. They tone it down, you know. And it, so it, they go to Feldman's Deli and they do that. So that's Lou Borgenick. And, and Lou's an incredibly clever guy. He's been a pediatrician to probably half of the people in Salt Lake. And uh, we have Gus Wheeler, who to me is the smartest of the bunch of us. And he was a, a teacher. He was actually my son's fifth grade teacher. And so we've known Lou, or not Lou, but but Gus since he taught my son uh, Rich Klein, who is a business person who's retired, John Lesnan, who is, he used to work for human services. And so we have some really, the, the nice thing is somebody will come and ask the six, there's usually six of us there, and they'll ask a question, and somebody's going to have a pretty good answer. Yeah. For a, at least not to to, you know, solve their life's problems, mm-hmm. but a pretty good answer either to amuse them or to give them a starting place. Well, it's cool because one of you will have an opinion and then everyone kind of chimes in and it's it's neat because you all have totally similar but unique perspectives. Yeah. And so everybody kind of gives a little bit of advice their own way. Yep. It's a lot more fun than just hearing one And we piece get of to give people crap. 
Well, let, let, <laughs> let's jump into that, how it turned into a podcast, because I would have never thought about turning it into a podcast. Nor did we. It, it, well, <laughs> we were going to retire for the winter. And, and you know, Chris Van Oker, the guy that's the young guy, you know, the kid in the group, he, he knew what a podcast was. Did you know what a podcast was? No, I did, because, you know, I listen, when we go on road trips, just like you, I, I love to listen to the Moth Radio Hour. I listen to the, the TED Talks, mm-hmm. uh, Preet Bharara's, you know. So I knew what it was. Okay. But I had no idea. That you what, should do a podcast. Or what, you know, nothing. And, and Chris Van Oker said, I know a guy that you might want to talk to him. And so we got together with Dylan and, and well, what do you guys want to do? And we said, nothing. <laughs> and so, and in fact, I think I told Chris that to begin with, that, you know, we're not going to do anything. If, if somebody wants to make this thing work, then they'll have to do everything. We'll show up and, and bullshit. But That's, you don't, you don't want to do any of the, the producing or even, no, you we know, don't know, you're just we the don't talent. even know where to start. I don't know if you do it on the phone. Or, you sure. Know. Mm-hmm. And I've done a lot of radio and I did a TV thing for, for years on the new news, a cooking gig, but, uh, I have no idea what. Which a lot of people don't know. So, so Dylan came in and made it easy. Made it easy. We show up and talk. Approached you and and what? I mean, what did you think of that idea though? To take it from the farmers market to a podcast was your first idea. Like this is great or this is silly or what? No, our first idea. My first. I can only speak for myself, but my first idea was that because of the interplay we have between live people standing in front of us, it would be a totally different scenario. Mm-hmm. Whether, did it, did it, it really change the dynamic? Di- totally. The dynamic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is, it, is it good though? Do you like where yeah. it's gone? Yeah. We don't like it as much as the park. Well, yeah. it's probably similar to this podcast is why I like to do my interviews in person versus mm-hmm. a lot of podcasters will do them on Skype yeah. or, you know, over the phone or right. something because they're, right. they're in another state. Yeah. Uh, but there's something about the energy you know, a uh, uh, face to face. Well, and then get, it's give and take. Sure. You know, somebody comes and says, well, you know, I broke up with my boyfriend. Should I start dating my wife, my, my sister's husband? <laughs> um, well, you know, how's your sister going to feel about this? You know, if they write that into you, then that's the end. But yeah. if they're standing there, you know, well, you know, is your sister going to be angry with this? Blah, 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 you know? And, and it turns into more of a conversation than actually giving someone advice. Well, a lot of the questions that get sent to you, like you've even mentioned on the show, you need to know more of the story. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what I posted because I did post. That's what it was. I knew I posted an article to you guys because I heard you talking about someone asked about dating a guy who lived in his car. Yeah. <laughs> and you and you guys were like throwing out all these scenarios and why, you know, and I was just like, that's that's a huge trend right now in California. See, like yeah, maybe I, this guy has a great job. guys have you know? no idea that that's a <laughs> well, huge it's, trend. The, uh, the, <laughs> it's a trend I'm not getting uh, Real estate is so expensive that people with really good tech jobs still yeah. can't afford to live anywhere. Right. So they yeah. have to live in their cars, yeah. even though they're, they're members of society doing great stuff. So it's like, well, and I think we kind of, you know, I think we were kind of supportive almost if, you know, there's, yeah, you, there's no reason to turn. You don't always want to say no. Yeah. You know? Well, there's always more in to regards. it. Yeah there's, yeah. there's there's more to a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And so when did, the podcast has only been around for a few months, right? Yeah. We've done, I don't know, about 12, 10, 10 12 episodes. Yeah. And, and pe- we do it every week. 
every Under I think 20 it's Thursday it comes out, right? Thursday, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. It's all the podcast players, uh, which again, you probably don't even know how all that the, the back end of it works, but probably however they're subscribed to this podcast, they can go find old coots. Yeah. Uh, podcast. I know how to find them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know how to find them. You know how to listen to them. I'm trying to think if there was any, like, is there, is there something, this is, a, have you thought about starting other podcasts? Because no. everybody who does a podcast always seems to have another idea, right? Like where yeah. we're like, oh, I want to start another one. And so maybe no, I was, don't want to start. You're like, one. you're like, no. gosh, this is, this is, um, you had some questions I, from people at your work, didn't you? Yeah. So I have, we have like a foodie channel mm-hmm. on, on our Slack in my office. And I, I was like, Hey, we're going to talk to Tony Caputo. You know, do you guys have any questions? So a couple of the foodie guys at work had some questions for yeah. you. One asked, uh, what's your favorite cheeses? And I don't even, this is how much culture I have. Charcutra? Charcuterie. There you go. Salamis. That's meat. <laughs> okay. Meat. Why didn't meat. he just say meat? Yeah. Well, because because then he's not a foodie. <laughs> you know? There you go. Yeah, there's there's a baseline of, of vocabulary. I'm obviously here. not there. Yeah, that's good. We still knew what you meant. Yeah, that's the thing that yeah, matters. Yeah. What kind of meat should I get? <laughs> What's my favorite? Yeah. See, do, my favorite, if, if I could only have one cheese for the rest of my life, it would be Greek feta cheese. Ooh, Why, what, yeah. A specific brand of Greek feta cheese, too, but... Um, you just like the taste of it. Yeah, it, it, you can eat it on okay, salad. Coming can, from a non-foodie, do you do you ever just eat it, or do you feta? add it to things, or do you like? Can you just eat it by itself? You, oh, you're a yeah, foodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. A, I love food, but I'm not a foodie. You know. Yeah. Like I love it on things, but do okay, people just here's sit and what eat you it? do. I have you, stupid but you've questions. got to get good Greek feta. You got to. Okay. You, so where do you uh, get good Greek feta? Well, Caputo's? I'm the only place. There and you, you know, in reality, my son and I. Not me anymore so much. We buy everything we sell. And in order for us to decide to sell it, we've got to think that it's the very best product we can get. Because the the, the thing I told Matthew in the beginning was, Matt, you can apologize for – make up apologies for anything. But, you know, your service, the the way your windows are dirty. But you never, ever want to have to apologize for the product you're selling. So we try to buy the very best we can get. And it's not always the most expensive, but when we try a product, we taste it. We taste it against what we're using. We taste it against something else. And I mean, it's quite a process we go through. And then we factor in how much it costs. The cost is the last thing we we add into the mix because it tends to be you truly get what you pay for. And there's a reason why some things are – well, there's a reason why everything has a price. Yeah. Exactly. What about so, meat? Same story. <laughs> but feta, here's yeah. the deal. You buy a nice chunk of – little chunk of feta. You pour some nice, good, strong olive oil on it, a tiny sprinkle of oregano, and eat it just like that. Really? Yeah. I've, I need well, to try that. Well, you know, that. you need a piece of bread or something. But Put it, okay, okay. And wine. Oh, and wine. Yeah, yeah, obviously. This sounds like my favorite meal. Oh, God. <laughs> sounds really good. There's nothing like going <laughs> to have a salad in Greece. Because oh, man. That's, there's always that big, there's that f- square of feta cheese with the, and they put that beautiful, strong olive oil on it. Oh, so. That sounds wonderful. But we have a lot of other good cheese. 
I my wife and it. I eat about two pounds of raclette a week. That's the <laughs> oh, one that melts. Okay. Okay. Oh, you know, yeah. 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 oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, and then another um, Mitch, my friend from work, said he wants you to order Flory's truckle cheese. Have you heard of that? No. It's. Uh, he said it's amazing. It's American, though. Don't know if they're strictly European. No, no. We... We'll, we will we sell some American products, and we try to sell local products. And my my son Matt, because people give us a, a, a hard time sometimes about some of the local things we don't sell, mm-hmm. but we choose everything we sell. Keep that in mind. I mentioned earlier. It sounds like a real process. Well, Matt said, you know, because something's local doesn't necessarily mean it's good. True. That's fair. And so, um, so yes, we. He has to talk to Matt. I have no. All right. I have no say in that anymore. Mitch, talk to Matt. Yeah. And Matt. no, and Matt will will actually that he takes that kind of stuff into consideration, which is really good. I mean, listening yeah. to your customers is super important. Oh, well, and you know, we sell so many different cheeses and things. We've got. I don't know if you've ever been on our store, but you know those little recipe card holders. Yeah. We have customers can fill out, oh, yeah, yeah. not in necessarily their own name. We don't care what's on them. We don't even look at them. You know, use, you put your name on the top or whatever. They're in alphabetical order and what I bought last time. Because people would always come in and say, oh, I got this stuff I loved so much last time. What was it? <laughs> I mean, what was it? If, if you don't remember, how yeah. do I remember? And so, you know. <laughs> That's people, a brilliant idea. Oh, that it is. Was, it was like an index idea. card. We stole oh. it. From a place in Philadelphia. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. It is brilliant. It looks like there's one there's more question. There's one more. Okay, I'm oh, going to read the whole. It's, well, I'll read the first You got some paragraph. interesting feedback from your coworkers. I did, yeah. Um, so I have a friend who is a vegan. He's a raw vegan. And he said, I know nothing about this place, so it could be irrelevant or it could spur a great opportunity in Salt Lake City. His thoughts on a new era of vegan meats and cheeses, one of the fastest growing food industries. I would seek out an awesome vegan deli. So you can't have vegan meat. What does he mean, vegan? Well, meat? like fake, <laughs> fake <laughs> well, tofu yeah, meat or okay. something yeah, like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't so say, is it technically not a deli at that point? No, 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 no. Uh, it, it's vegans like to use the word meat. It's their meat. right. I know, and cheese. Yeah, they can't use either. And I'm not saying that disparagingly. Yeah, I'm just saying. But have you that, thought about like like vegetarian type meats, like you know the tofurkey and stuff no, like that? No. We don't even think about. A lot of American products, or a lot mm-hmm. of, of British products, or because we are we specialize a in Southern, yeah, yeah, Mediterranean. Sure, that's fair. Yeah, he was that's saying um, that uh, Salt Lake City is a good market, but it's basically untapped when it comes to uh, there. Apparently, there's something called the herbor- herbivorous butcher, huh. which is a strictly vegan like meat. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's an interesting theory. Yeah. I, well, know. no, and and. Um. Okay, so I don't know what Mitch should do this. Yeah, because yeah, hey, this sounds like Mitch should this open is something it. Mitch loves That's or true. wants if, to love, and so if it's if he's passionate if, if about it, he could pursue it. Yeah. Pursue it. Yeah. You know, and and I think a person can only do so much. You know, like right, he, exactly. Caputo's needs to specialize in what they specialize yes. in. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and if you try to branch out, then yeah. Y- you you can't focus on the special. Now what about so totally? What about gluten free bread? Do you guys know? Do you know if all you the gluten we sell is free? All the gluten. <laughs> no, I didn't nah. know. If, I didn't know if because I know we that's have, an old coot joke. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know a lot of our listeners, well, not a lot, but some of them are gluten-free. And so I didn't know if like some of the sandwich shops have the gluten-free bread and I didn't know if, if they offer. We don't have it for our sandwiches. Um, I don't think we might. Yeah. And again, I know you're you're retired. I know we have some gluten-free products. Okay. Okay. I was just curious. And we have, and we have, I'm going to, I'm, we, I'm going to say they might be vegan salamis. Oh, okay. Uh, they're at least vegetarian salamis. I know that because they're, you know. Um, and I know we're putting you on the spot, I guess, a little oh, bit. Oh, I know. I feel you like we're grilling you. You've kind of. I signed up for this. You retired. <laughs> like you said, you retired. There's no electrodes in this chair, though. So, yeah. you know, I'm doing good. We should try some of that stuff. We we actually got um electrodes in the chair. Oh yeah, yeah. no, that for sure. No, I was thinking uh like vegetarian or you know, salami or cheese. We're trying to get I our like daughter meat. well no for you know, our daughter we're trying to get her more fiber. Oh and so yeah. we went and got some vegetarian cheese. Oh yeah, she didn't <laughs> like it. No, no. She was just like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, this is not happening. But maybe you can have some better quality stuff. What's wrong with Metamucil? <laughs> Give a one-year-old some yeah. metamucil. Yeah. Right? There you go. Anyway, let's let's switch gears to to more uh, specific on Salt Lake City. There's a few Salt Lake City related questions we like to ask on the podcast, yeah. Tony. If somebody's visiting Salt Lake City, say this upcoming weekend, is there like something you would tell them? Got to go check this out. Area of town, business, building. I don't know. What do you What do you tell people to visit if they've never been here? That's when we're, we'll, we'll, what we we get tons of these questions at the park for the old coots. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of have to grill them and say, well, you know, do you like to ride bikes? If, if you like to ride bikes, there's all these bicycles around here. You can just pick up with your credit card. And like the green around. bikes. Like the green bikes. Or, you know, do you want to hike? Because you 15 minutes from here, they're perfect hikes. And, and I mean, really good hikes 15 minutes from here. You know, you have to just kind of, Salt Lake's got a lot of stuff to do. It just depends on what you it like to do. It just depends yeah. on what you like to do. We got pretty good food. What are, what are some of besides Caputo's? What are some of your favorite local eating spots? You don't want to mention You're it. Not huh? pinning me down there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Here's the thing. We have a wholesale business that we're very particular. Number one, who we sell to, and well, I just mean like you personally. Like, where do you like to go to eat? I usually go to the people that buy from me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can, I mean, so, I can, I can, respect and there are, that. there are some very good restaurants in Salt Lake and not everywhere I go are people that buy from us because number one, I know what they put in their, in their products because we truly sell the best that they can buy anywhere, including any of the other suppliers in Utah, no matter how big or little they are, they'll buy a better quality product from, from us. What are a few of the restaurants that buy from you? Um, or do you not you want no, to no, 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 so not do that. that. Copper know. onions. Okay. You yeah. know, their whole operation trio. Um, so yeah, the I mean, good they, places. The yeah. The nice, places everyone oh, says yeah, to yeah, go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Current, yeah. you know, there are a lot, you know, we have log hay. We have, you know, a hundred, a yeah. hundred different operations that buy from us. Yeah. And not, a, I mean, we don't sell a lot of things, you know, we don't sell canned tomatoes for, Restaurant. I mean, that's that. It's called commodity stuff, and and we sell we sell fresh black truffles and fresh white truffles, and you know, salamis and cheeses and and olive oils and vinegars and things of that nature. Pastas. What would you change about Salt Lake City? Or maybe there's nothing you would change. I I don't know that I'd change anything about Salt Lake. And that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I you know yeah. I do. I mean, as I'm driving down the street and something pisses me off, I might go. God, 
wish this wasn't here in Salt Lake, but I can't think of anything. Sure. You know, Salt Lake's very navigable. It's it's mm-hmm. Salt well, sometimes a pretty comfortable place. We forget that if we change, if we, if we want something to change, then maybe we wouldn't even like. If you want it to change, then it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same. It's and like maybe knocking over a domino. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. there's nothing boom, wrong boom, boom, with boom, boom, like boom. being content with where you live. Some, That's actually a great thing. Sometimes it's the things that upset yeah. me that is a reason I like it. You know, like sometimes I like. Ah, that's a whole yeah. other yeah, conversation yeah. here. If Tony. everything's great, then nothing's great. But, uh, well, I've, I mean, I've had a great conversation. Yeah. We'll kind of wrap this up here, Tony. I mean, find out a little bit about your story. We can go on for weeks and weeks, I know, but I like to kind of just skim the surface with everything. Yeah. Uh, and then I always tell people, hey, let's catch up down the road, right? But Old Coots uh, giving bad advice. Yeah. That's, that's your podcast. At, at- gmail.com that's for questions that's for questions which okay let's get everybody from I am yeah, Salt Lake and we're on all those to, other things too Twitter oh yeah you can find them on Facebook yeah. like yeah. your Facebook page See, submit I, questions through I there right I don't do any of that so so you don't you don't <laughs> so, you don't handle any I don't have a Facebook how page. can how can people like say they wanted to get a hold of you Tony is there a way to do it or maybe there's not yeah they call my store Call your store yeah. up. Yeah, just well. What's the address of, of Caputo's? The the one downtown is three fourteen West three hundred South. Okay, and somebody there, they usually they have to go through my son to get to me, unless unless I'm there. Yeah, you know I'm not hiding from anybody, but uh, except everybody I owe money to. <laughs> but uh, other than that, uh, I'm an easy guy to get a hold of. Well, I just say that even I like. I like listeners. Hey, if maybe they wanted to connect or reach out somehow, maybe even let you know they heard you on the podcast yeah. or something. Uh, the then they should call you. Call me up, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. I could I could get a hold of your your agent, yeah. Dylan, and yeah, that's and, right. Uh, and, well, you're the one that really wants to know if they heard, listened on the podcast. Well, true. I but I also like to you know connect people. You know, I'm yeah. I'm a connector. I like yeah, to. I'm not I like. A connector. You're not a connector. No, I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else, Tony, that we didn't discuss that you were hoping we would discuss on the podcast? I have the two most beautiful grand, no, three beautiful granddaughters. I just have a new one and a grandson. But how, how new? How new? How new is <laughs> two months? Oh wow, really? Yeah. Well, I just hey, had if a, they need a babysitter, I just hit me up. Had yes. my uh, uh, I'm the babysitter. Oh, I'll fight you for it. We had a daughter uh, about a month and a half, or a month and yeah. a half, a year, a year and a half, half ago. ago. And so I just, I, I love uh, her. I love her so much. Yeah. And uh, babies are great. Oh, yeah. Wait till you have grandbabies. Oh, Is that a trip? Be oh, so man. great. Kids are the best. And grandkids are 10 times better Do than they, kids. And they live here in Salt Lake, right? Yeah, I guess. My, both of my sons live here. And so I've got it made. Yeah. I've got another son that's a surgeon who, <laughs> Matthew who runs our stores, fired him. So Pete had to find another line of work. <laughs> Wait, your one son had to fire the other? His yeah. brother. Yeah. That was... So he just backup plan surgeon did, Well, huh? Pete used to just come to work to play around. Okay. You know, so knew he that. knew it was coming. But he's my kid, so I thought, well, you know, I think he's cute. So <laughs> you know, he can come here and play around. He didn't take it very seriously. But he's a surgeon now. Yeah. So he's... I guess yeah. he was... So if you but... need a good urologist, call yeah, Pete. I was going to say... <laughs> Well, Christina has a question that she likes to throw out as kind of the final question. I would like to know, what's one piece of life advice that you would like to leave with our listeners? Always give yourself the opportunity to say no. Put yourself in a good enough place that you can turn down any offer because you've got something better going. I love it. That's 
I, I want to be there. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. A perfect place yeah. to end the show. Thank you so much, Tony. Thank you. And uh, you, you bet. And go, seriously, go listen to Old Coots. Great podcast. So. <laughs> I do listen. No, I know you. Do. I'm telling our oh, listeners. Oh, oh, I'm telling oh, our okay. listeners here to go listen oh, to it. Okay. I, yeah, I, go I, listen. Anyway, go listen. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Tony. And we'll, we'll, we'll end it there. So All thank right. you. You bet. Many thanks to Tony Caputo for joining us on this episode of the podcast. All the links to connect with him and find out more about Caputo's can be found on our website at IamSaltLake.com forward slash 370. All right, it's time for weekly recommendations. We need some like music right here, I think, or some kind of some transition <laughs> music. I think I was humming a few episodes back on this, but this is the time of the podcast where Christina and I, we give some weekly recommendations. Maybe it's things we enjoy, things that uh, we found out, maybe something... Just our recommendation, something, yeah. uh, something Some we're doing this week. Exactly. I feel like I never know how to explain that. <laughs> Do you want to go with your weekly recommendation first or should I go first? I'll go first. My weekly recommendation is Franzia boxed wine. You can laugh all you want, but when I'm not drinking Five Wives Vodka, I'm drinking Franzia and it is delicious. The crisp white is the, the way to go. This was actually my idea. I was like, Christina, <laughs> was you need to recommend boxed wine because I mean, you think that people don't drink it. Well, people make fun of people who drink boxed wine, but you know what? I have no shame. We all drink boxed wine. There is nothing <laughs> wrong with boxed wine. My recommendation this week is uh, one of my favorite podcasts, actually, School of Podcasting. It's a podcast all about podcasts. I mean, go figure, right? Christina and I were actually on the February 18th episode where we were talking about finding love in podcasting, where we got to share our story a little bit. Because we met through the awesome world of podcasting, more or less this podcast here. Pretty cool story. I know a lot of people that listen to the podcast might not even know that story. So go listen to it, schoolofpodcasting.com or wherever you're listening to podcasts. Just do a little search in there for School of Podcasting. And uh, the, the he doesn't label his episode numbers, which I don't understand why, but the episode's all about finding love in podcasting. Uh, I thought it was fun. It was fun it to was share so our story fun. a little bit. Yeah, and to hear other people's stories too. It's just a great show. Yeah, we might have to uh we might have to uh share our story with with listeners sometime on this episode. That would be fun. Or on this podcast, I mean. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Don't forget to support our show sponsors, Five Wise Vodka and Podcasting is Easy. We have links for all of them at our website under the show notes for this episode, which you can find at iamsaltlake.com. Hey, if you're interested in becoming a sponsor yourself for this podcast, send us an email at hello at IamSaltLake.com. We'd love to bring you into the family. And if you want to send me some letters or packages, and maybe one or two for Chris, you can always send us something at P.O. Box 4412, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84110. You all have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local. And we're going to see you on that next episode. And good night, Grammy. Grammy.